If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. The Morning Line. Line up, ladies! All right, here we go. It is now a Friday, December the 20th, 2019, and tick-tock, tick-tock. The days are winding down, uh, winding down not only for the year, but for the decade. And can't believe it here. We are just uh, T-minus 11 days, uh, a couple of days away from uh, some fat guy coming down a chimney, stealing my cookies. Yeah, it's an exciting time of year, especially in the NFL, college football, NBA, college hoops, NHL. And oh, yeah, even baseball getting in a lot of the headlines here as the year winds down. Uh, So much going on in the world of sports. So many opportunities to be able to profit in these final 11 days of the year. So let's make sure you put some money in your pocket, pay for those gifts here this holiday season. It is The Grid, sportsgrid.com. Welcome in. I'm Joe Ranieri. The morning line as we look to get you caught up with everything that happened overnight in the world of sports and take a look ahead. Bowl season, in fact, uh, begins here today. And uh, I believe the Bahamas, uh, which is going to be experiencing a little bit of uh, some rough weather here, I guess, uh, certainly in my part of the country here down in South Florida, there's going to be some uh, bit of issue here with rain and and what else is new Uh, wind. So we're good. But uh, that might make it a little difficult to throw the ball a little bit later today. But we got you covered. We'll give you the latest lines, tell you exactly the best strategy to approach as we enter 40 games, bowl season, nothing like it. But I can tell you this, last night, all eyes 
were on the NBA. It was a short card, just four games on the slate last night. But in those four games, two of them featured the four best teams, uh, four of the best teams anyway, in the NBA, including three from the Western Conference. Uh, We'll start, of course, in Milwaukee, where you had the Greek freak taking on LeBron. And there was some question marks all day long as to whether or not Anthony Davis was going to have enough time to comb his unibrow and be able to play. Uh, But as it turns out, yes, he did play Anthony Davis, nursing sort of a uh, sort of an ankle injury. He missed the game prior this week, just a couple days ago in Indiana, a game in which the Lakers had lost uh, after winning 14 games in a row. They lost that game a couple of nights ago against the Pacers. So would they? And they did it without uh, AD, who was uh, resting that ankle. Sort of a look-ahead spot. A lot of us looked at that game and thought, probably they've got this game circled here. A good litmus test, if you will, as we approach the Christmas the Christmas break here in the NBA. We all like to... We kind of break uh, we break the NBA into really two seasons. The first season is what do you do from the start of the season to Christmas, and then what do you do after Christmas? Five games on Christmas uh, next week. In fact, we'll all be able to kick back, enjoy, and watch, and of course, profit a little bit from. But it's a good litmus test here for the Lakers and for the Milwaukee Bucks last night. And when it was all said and done. Yeah, the uh, the the test was passed, certainly for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, as for the Lakers, ouch! Uh, they uh, they not as good as they had hoped or had wished for. That is for sure. But Anthony Davis went in. This line opened up at around four and a half points for the Milwaukee Bucks. Lakers were getting hammered with bets there yesterday. Uh, the minute that AD did announce that, in fact, he was going to be in a starting lineup. This line uh, only moved about a, a point. It was three and a half. It did get shooting back. It did get up back to four there. So it was between three and a half, four for most of the night, right up until tip-off. But it really wouldn't have made a difference because when you have, when you've got Giannis sitting there dropping 32-foot three-point shots, you're not defending it. Like, you're just, you're not winning the game. And the depth of the Milwaukee Bucks. No Eric Bledsoe last night for him. And it really didn't matter because they have guys like George Hill who can come off the bench and drop 25 points for you. It was a beatdown of epic proportions last night in Milwaukee. Now, the Lakers did make a run. Don't get me don't get me wrong. They did go on a 20-4 to run to end the third quarter last night to put themselves uh, within nine points. That's how what kind of beatdown it was early on. But ultimately, it was just too much. When Giannis is making five threes, all from about 30 feet or far longer, it's going to be a rough night for you. Now, that, of course, was his biggest weakness, we were told. His long-range shooting, that three-point shot, could he just, you know, post up and go? And we know he's got everything else going for him except for free throws. But, man, when he starts drilling shots and hitting nothing but net here, guys, uh, the stroke last night, the, he was just absolutely un. Believably dropped 34 points, 11 boards, seven assists. And it wasn't like Anthony Davis and LeBron were nowhere to be found. LeBron had a triple double last night. Uh, ADE also very impressive last night, 36 points, 10 boards, five assists. And it wasn't enough. Wasn't even close to being enough 
And again, I think as a litmus test here, as we head into the Christmas cutoff for the first half of the season, the things that worried betters and others alike about the Lakers reared its ugly head again last night. Depth, bench points, bench play. Uh, When you have that kind of production from a LeBron James and Anthony Davis and you still lose this game, easily you lose this game. Um, that's, that's a bit of concern because listen, the bucks are in the East, but the bucks, my word folks, uh, 123 to, uh, it was just, um, uh, 111 rather to 101 stayed under the number, by the way, also guys, which was those of you that, uh, had backed the under last night, it got bet all the way up to 226 points. Once Anthony Davis was announced that he was playing, uh, a lot of people thought, and this is, um, Also, something else to keep in mind here moving forward with these two teams. Yes, they have prolific. uh, um, uh, They've got guys that like LeBron and Anthony Davis and Bledsoe when he's healthy and and Giannis. These are guys that can drop 30 points a game at any particular time. Hell, even 40. But what goes unnoticed about these two teams, guys, they're number one and number two in defense efficiency in the NBA. Yeah, it's hard to score against both of these teams. So that number didn't even come close last night. 111-104, the Bucks win. And the troll job of the year. We'll let you see it. The Milwaukee Bucks. Don't mess with them. Coming up next on the Morning Line. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in here on a Friday, the Friday edition of the Morning Line. Here on the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. Thank you very much for stopping by, hanging out with us as we get you prepared for what is going to be an epic weekend here. Also, uh, T-minus, let's face it here, guys, 11 days left in the year 2019, 11 days left in uh, the decade of 2010 to 2000. And 19, right through there, 10 years. It's been an amazing 10 years. And uh, next week, we'll spend a little time uh, taking a look back at uh, some of the uh, some of the memorable moments over the last 10 years. Certainly, from a betting perspective, some of the uh, some of the worst uh, bad beats and torn tickets that we have uh, seen, not just this year, but of course over the last 10 years. And there have been plenty of them. And we'll take a look ahead as to what uh, the new decade will present for us as a sports better. And the future is quite bright here for the industry, for the business, and for the betting public opportunities galore, uh, legal opportunities galore coming your way here in 2020. So a lot of good stuff happened this year. It's going to be an even better uh, 2020. But before we get there, we got to finish out 11 days and we need to profit and last night in the NBA, man, it was uh, if you backed the Milwaukee Bucks at home, you profited rather easily last night. Not only did Milwaukee cover in a 111-104 win, uh, the under was also very profitable last night. 226, 226 and a half. Uh, that was the total in that game. And again, keep in mind with these two teams, you got the two. The what a lot of people will consider to be the best team in the West. They are the Lakers taking on the best team in the East. Milwaukee, by far, uh, just uh, rattled off 18 straight wins this month here, guys. And uh, this week, in fact, they finally lost a game. And it was kind of the, you know, the coming in on a losing streak now. Were they going to be able to uh, both of those teams, the Lakers and Milwaukee, had lost their previous game? Kind of a look-ahead spot for both because you know they both circled this on the calendar going, all right, let's see who we are. Let's see what we got. This is the best the East has to offer, taking on the best the West has to offer. And, guys, it wasn't even close. 
But remember, these two teams, as good as LeBron is, and LeBron, another triple-double last night, guys. I mean, what can you say? LeBron was just, uh, he was stroking it last night. 21 points, 12 boards, 11 insists. But so what? You had Anthony Davis score 36, and they still only managed to score 104 points. Why? Because as good as the Greek freak is and as de- the depth that they have, this is by far the single best defensive team we have seen in the NBA. I know a lot has been made about, you know, Kawhi and, uh, oh, they're really good. Patrick Beverly, they're really good. Clippers, no, Clippers are good. They're not even close to what the Milwaukee Bucks are. And defense wins championships. It wasn't that the Toronto Raptors won a championship last year because they were these crazy shooters. Oh, my word. They could just outscore. No. No. They won because of defense first. Then, 2004 style. Exactly. Yeah. You, you got to win with defense. You can have some scorers, and we've seen this. And I think that goes overshadowed with Golden State. So much had been made about, uh, so much had been made about, oh, you know, Steph Curry and Duran, these guys can score. Yeah, they can score, but Golden State didn't win because they could score. Golden State's won because they just shut you down uh, at the end of the day. Defensively, they were ferocious. Watching this game last night and watching Milwaukee, same kind of intensity. Unbelievable. And then you couple in the fact that this guy is now dropping 30-foot three-point shots and hitting nothing but the bottom of the net. If this is what the future looks like for the Greek freak, guys, uh, the NBA is in trouble. The NBA is absolutely in trouble. If he's going to be able to expand his range and consistently hit 36, 35, 36% uh, of these types of three-point shots that he was doing because mostly what teams have done is they've realized, all right, he's got no range, he can't shoot. So if he can't shoot, what they do is they just give him all the room that they want, they back it up, they clog the lanes, they make it impossible for him to drive to the net. Well, now what are you going to do? Because you can't leave him out there. If he starts actually adding this into his game, guys, he's ver- he is unguardable then unguardable at any particular point in the game. Uh, This guy is, uh, embrace it, guys. Embrace it because the Milwaukee Bucks are coming. And yes, it was one game, but they've been doing this all damn season long. In fact, he even took the crown last night. That's right. One point in that game, uh, he, uh, he did himself a solid there and simply took the crown off LeBron's head and put it on his own. Uh, air crown, but he did it last night, and deservedly so. Guy's an absolute beast. This team is very good, and they didn't even have their number two option, Bledsoe, available to him last night because he is hurt. So uh, Milwaukee, great defensive team. They held L.A. to, what, 17 points in the first quarter? 17 points. The Lakers. Uh, And again, you got A.D. dropping 34. You got LeBron triple-double. Didn't make a difference. Uh, they forced 18 turnovers in that game against the Lakers. They forced 18. Uh, L.A. only shot 34% from deep. LeBron James was 8 of 19 from the floor. Anthony Davis was only 11 of 25. Now, why they did get their numbers, their points, it wasn't because they were efficient. (laughs) It was because they were down so much. All they kept doing was shooting. Those two guys just kept shooting and trying to bring them back into the game. They've got no bench help, and that seems to be the biggest problem. If defense wins championships, and I think we all agree, 
you gotta, you gotta play defense. Yeah, the uh, the Bucks are no joke. Now there was another game last night, of course, the late name. If you uh, if you guys didn't get a chance to stay up and watch it, uh, that featured a couple of pretty good teams too. That featured the Clippers and the Rockets at home, and it was interesting. The Rockets came into this game. The last week or so, they've had to have these ridiculous flurry comebacks, falling behind and uh, drop, you know, going double digits behind, having to make these ridiculous James Harden comebacks where he's got to shoot 50 points in order for them to win. And that's not going to work against a team like the Clippers, who play a ton of defense and who can score points at will. And they've got plenty of depth. Biggest problem with the Houston Rockets no bench. So that means if Harden doesn't drop 50 against the better teams, they're not going to win. So they were getting five points in this game last night. The total was bet up from 231 to 235 and a half there heading into that game last night. And for most of it, it was not pretty for uh, at least early on. It was uh, it wasn't going good through three quarters or at least at halftime. They were down one point after the first quarter. It was 28-27. The second quarter came, guys. The Clippers outscored the Rockets 41-27. to So you kind of thought the route was on. Yeah, no. The problem with the Rockets, and I think this is really the first time that we saw it last night, the problem with beating the Rockets is if you exert all your energy to stop James Harden from scoring 50, they have another guy on this team. He's actually also pretty good, and we've seen that, Russell Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook drops 40 last night, grabs 10 boards, and he single-handedly put the team on his back and brought them back in the third where they outscored the Clippers 36-18. to 18. They, um, they clamped down on defense. They went through a little bit of a uh, shooting slump there in the third, and they just could not recover. And they could not stop Russell Westbrook. 40 points last night. And it's great because when you're going to stop James Harden and you're going to exert all your energy, you cannot sleep on Russell Westbrook because he did exactly what Russell Westbrook has done. He can take over games. It's exactly what they needed him to do, the Houston Rockets. And they got it done. They take down the Clippers 122 to 117 last night. Uh, And they were plus 175 on the money line. Big underdog victory on the road for the Houston Rockets last night, proving that don't forget about us. 19 and 9 on the season. They now lead the series, the season series, two games to one over the Clippers. Chinks in the armor there, especially guys losing their cool last night. We'll have more on this game. Plus, take a look ahead at the bowl games today. Latest lines next on the morning line, sportsgrid.com. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So find us on YouTube. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just saying, listen, if you're on YouTube, right, all you got to do is go in the upper right-hand corner and click that little uh, that little bell, and that'll go ahead and notify you every time we go live with one of these shows here. You can also find us on the Sports Grid Network. That's the page. Just simply search out Sports Grid Network. Subscribe to the channel. Get all the fantasy and sports wagering advice you need all the time in one place, Sports Grid Network. And don't forget Instagram, at Sports Grid TV. Make sure you mosey on there. Check us out. Follow us there. And might be time for you to get in the game, especially tonight, heading into this weekend. Plenty of action. And you can do so by heading over to DraftKings. Get yourself a DraftKings Sportsbook account. If you are listening or watching the show right now, a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks can be yours. Now, here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Make a deposit. And then go ahead, place your first bet. DraftKings, they'll match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. Now, the offer eligible for all users and new users. You guys will get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks. You just got to head over to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. 
That's sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details. So I uh, just wanted to uh, send a shout out. Anytime we get a, uh, a great troll job on uh, social media, we like to point it out. And uh, whoever is running the Milwaukee Bucks social media account, congratulations. Uh, you guys definitely troll of the week, maybe even the troll job of the year. Yesterday, last night, rather, after your team uh, whooped up on uh, LeBron and company there. Uh, now, this was a this was a post from the Lakers account earlier this year when uh, they had posted uh, consider this a warning at NBA uh, when they took down the uh, the G League team known as the Golden State Warriors. So this was the original. And then they um, well, they kind of retweeted and put their own spin on it. And they wanted to know, was this just for postseason? Um, asking for uh, preseason, rather. Uh, asking for a friend. Fantastic job. Uh, that, of course, that 123-101 win was all the way back on October 5th, guys. During preseason. That's correct. So, uh, very nice job, Milwaukee. I'm sure whoever is running the Milwaukee Bucks social media account they had that. They just kind of cataloged that uh, that Lakers post and said, "Yep, let's uh, let's circle the calendar. Uh, let's. Uh, this is just too good, man. That's a little bit of planning. Now that's how you do it. If you're going to be a troll, you know, you better bring it. And certainly, the Milwaukee Bucks. Congratulations to the social media department. There, really doing your homework. There was this just for preseason, asking for a friend. Wow. Good stuff there by the Bucks. Also good stuff by the Houston Rockets last night, taking them down, taking down the Clippers. Uh, nobody wants to talk about the Houston Rockets. It's always the L.A. teams. Oh, Kawhi. Oh, LeBron. Well, listen, they're good. But let me tell you something. Rockets are 19 and 9. And if you are going to exert all your energy trying to stop James Harden, who didn't score 40 last night, guys. He only scored in the 20s, I believe, is uh, is how many points he had, uh, although he did have uh, nine points in the final uh, couple of minutes there. Harden scored 28 points. He had nine of those in the final six minutes of the game. But it was the Westbrook show. When you are going to limit James Harden to under 30 points a game and you think that's a recipe for success, it's only part of the recipe because we forgot, yeah, um, Westbrook is capable of doing all sorts of things. And by the way, it's the most points Westbrook has scored in 45 NBA games at the Staples Center. And it's his 12th game with 30 or more. It was the 44th 40-point game of his 11th year of his 11-year career. That uh, ties him with Carl Malone, 22nd all-time. Now, it's a Three out of four games have gone. Uh, two out of three games, rather, have gone to the Houston Rockets now. They seem to own them. They have won three games. I'm sorry. They've won two or three against the Clippers this year. But they're seven and six when trailing by double digits. And that's the biggest fault of the Houston Rockets right now, guys. When they fall behind, it's tough for them. It's either the James Harden show or it's got to be the, the Russell. Where they don't have any depth. They don't have any bench. And that's clear by seeing that when they get double digits, when they fall behind, they're only seven and six on the season. This was a great win for them on the road 
But this is happening way too often, way, way too often. And that usually is a big sign of no bench. Because when you take Westbrook and Harden out of the game, that's usually when things start to go south. By the time they get back in the game, you know, it's it's bombs away. That's the only way they can come back. So uh, it's worth noting moving forward. That seems to be a pattern now with this uh, Houston Rockets team. But congratulations. Paul George had 34. Uh, Kawhi Leonard added 25. But it wasn't enough. Uh, they kind of collapsed there at the end. Patrick Beverly got thrown out of the uh, throw of the game with about the or he fouled out of the game with about two minutes left to go in the uh, in the game. He was tossed out with uh, with uh, over five fouls. And then, of course, Russell Westbrook was nice enough to send him off and uh, and wave at him. And you guys might remember there was a bit of a Oklahoma City uh, Clippers rivalry going on last year. Beverly and Westbrook kind of going at it. Well. They teed up Westbrook for waving at him uh, as he was walking off the court. But ultimately, Westbrook got the last laugh as, uh, as yes, uh, Beverly and others kind of uh, lost their composure a little bit last night at home. And the Clippers blew a 15-point lead at halftime, guys. So they are not invincible. Neither are the Lakers. There's only one team that looks invincible this year in the NBA. And it ain't in the West. The Milwaukee Bucks, guys, they are uh, they are a load and uh, it's going to be fun watching the second half of the season and see what happens uh, from there. But we got another big uh, night in the uh, another big weekend uh, coming up here uh, in the NBA. So that's going to be fun. Also, congratulations. The San Antonio Spurs have finally figured out how to win a game. 118-105 over the Brooklyn Nets last night. And don't look now. The Atlanta Hawks. Lost. Again, 111-106 to the uh, Utah Jazz on the road. The Utah Jazz were laying six and a half. Didn't cover, but got the win. And, uh, yeah, it's not going well for the uh, Hawks now, a six-win team. They lost to the Knicks. Now they lost to Utah, back-to-back games. It's just not looking good here. Uh, Toronto, we told you, uh, you might have heard on the update, uh, they're they're looking for players. If you guys want to hold a tryout, maybe Gabe Morenci will uh, head over and try out for him. No Siakam. Van Fleet already hurt. Now Gasol's got a hamstring. Uh, Norman Powell, who replaced Van Fleet, he's out. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess for the Raptors, who are 19-8. and eight, And they're taking on the Wizards tonight in Toronto. And you know what? Raptors, six-and-a-half-point favorite. Why do I mention that to you? Well, hopefully you'll be able to put two and two together and say, wow, six and a half against a Wizards team who, well, doesn't play defense, but man, can they score? Uh, total is at 230 and a half. The Raptors again. Let me go through that list. Siakam, Powell, Van Fleet, uh, Gasol, uh, half the team, half the starters, actually all the starters. Might want to take a look at the Wizards-Raptors here tonight, throwing it your way. Celtics back in action tonight uh, as they get ready to go. 76ers-Mavericks tonight. Interesting game. Embiid versus Porzingis. The Miami Heat have already won. Uh, You see, this is going to be tough for me tonight because I got the Heat taking on the Knicks. Two teams that I uh, I enjoy rooting for. Two teams that I have made a uh, a lot of money on so far this NBA season because the market uh, just has not adjusted to either. Uh, there's uh, still plenty of value on a seven-win Knicks team right now, guys, who will be getting double digits against the Miami Heat 
tough, man. It's just, it's tough. But the interesting part is Julius Randle uh, might very well uh, be switching teams here after this game tonight. There are some rumors. Maybe Randall uh, might be coming over to the Miami Heats. We'll see how that goes. But the Heat laying 10 here tonight at home on the uh, against the Miami, uh, the Miami Heat against the New York Knicks. Uh, Pelicans taking on the Warriors, a game that uh, a five-win team versus a seven-win team. How is that? Circle that tonight, guys. That's got to be must-watch television. And Portland. Uh, starting to come around now, all of a sudden uh, in that top eight in the Western Conference, taking on the Orlando Magic, laying three and a half. And don't sleep on the Indiana Pacers, quietly 19 and nine on the season, taking on currently a very healthy for the first time this year, Sacramento Kings team, who has surprised everybody. Uh, you know, they've got the Aaron Fox back now. Bagley is there. Uh, Buddy Hill, Dave. They're 12 and five. They're getting four and a half. Uh, both the Pacers and the Kings, two teams you should not sleep on in the second half of the NBA season this year, guys. Two teams you're going to be able to make some money on because, again, the markets are just not adjusting to how good they are. So that means opportunity for you guys, opportunity uh, for betters, and opportunities for us to be able to point them out. And, uh, and give you uh, the right side of a few plays in the NBA. So plenty of NBA action over the weekend. Do not forget, though, tonight it is bowl season. We're going bowling here tonight as we open up in the Bahamas. Buffalo. You got to think Buffalo's like, so I leave Buffalo to go to the Bahamas, and now it's uh, it's gray, it's dark, it's windy, it's uh, it's absolutely atrocious. I can't believe this is where I'm going for a bowl game. Uh, but yes, they're going for a bowl game in the Bahamas, and the wind and the rain going to be a problem here. What do you do? Who do you back? What is the line doing? What is what are the what are the books doing? We'll cover that for you. We'll get you set up here. We'll go bowling. We'll do that next on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Not going to lie, a little disturbed at that last spot there, but we are excited here on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Just 11 days left till the end of 2019. We've got ourselves some opportunities, though. we got some opportunities to put a little extra uh, money in our pockets here, make some smart sports investing decisions before we usher in a new decade in the year 2020. And we'll do our best to uh, to point you in the right direction here on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. Welcome in. It is the morning line. We've got a little gambling you coming up for you here regarding bowl season. It starts uh, today. In fact, we've got ourselves uh, some bowl action. Yes, that's right. We've got ourselves some bowl action. 40 bowl games in total are going to be taking uh, center stage. And we always love that. Uh, anytime that we can get to uh, this time of year, bowl tickets are just uh, bowl games are so much fun because you've got. Some teams that if you haven't bet on college football all year, this is a totally different animal. It's a different season. It's a different animal. Football bowl betting season is a lot of fun because it gives you an opportunity that if you did not follow college football this year and, you know, you're just starting to get into it and you're like, heck, why not? We got a college football playoff. Urgency is fun. Uh, it's, uh, it's always good to be able to give yourself a little buffer here and an opportunity to be able to catch up on some of these conferences, some of these matchups, some of these teams, there are a number of different things that you have to consider. But again, I think one of the things that stands out to me about the bowl season, and we'll talk about this 
And it is a uh, it is a good time for a uh, I'll just do it now here. It's a good time for a uh, for a gambling use situation. Um, we are talking about the opportunity to be able to profit on underdogs this year. That's right, underdogs. And underdogs in bowl season hit way more often than they do in the regular season, uh, which is why. The one thing that you may want to take a look at if you are going to dive into bowl games is that most times point spreads don't really matter in bowl season. Now, we've said this before in a lot of spots in the NFL where don't take it into consideration. You know, if you like a team getting two and a half points, just bet the money line. This don't, you know, scores, uh, you know, spreads under six and a half under a touchdown. Oftentimes, if you're going to back the underdog, just take them on the money line. Uh, well, I can tell you this in college, the variance is way more than anything in football in the national football league. So it's a little bit different come bowl season for college football, but consider this guys point spreads come into play in about one in seven bowl games. Okay, over the years, this is, uh, you know, we've got a lot of data here. This isn't just over the last two years. Point spreads come into play about one in every seven. During the regular season of college football, point spreads come in one in four. That's a big swing. That's a big difference. So if I know that one out of every seven bowl games, the point spreads aren't going to matter, I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm also going to take advantage of it because simply, during the regular season, favorites, right, uh, um, underdogs rather, cover about 26% of the time. So during the 13 weeks, 14 weeks here of the uh, college football regular season, I can count on underdogs covering, covering 26% of the time. During bowl season, yeah, that number shoots up to 38% of the time. So it's by far more profitable to back underdogs to get the cover during bowl season than it is during the regular season. Now, it's not, I'm not saying go out and uh, blindly bet every underdog. What I am saying is, though, there is a much better opportunity to go ahead and back underdogs during the bowl season, there is a good shot that these underdogs will cover and profit. And heck, even money line underdogs, in fact, taking a look at the money line underdogs. Every bowl game since 2005, if you were to have blindly bet bowl underdogs on the money line, you'd be up over 44 units, meaning $100 better, you'd be up over $4,400. Since 2005, simply by blindly betting every dog, money line underdog during the bowl season. So it is profitable, guys. That's what we're telling you is that underdogs, spreads, don't often, they don't often matter here during the bowl season. So don't look at a game and don't look at any of these games here come the uh, bowl season and be put off by a number. Because you think the number, you might like the underdog, uh, but you wish it was more points. If you like an underdog, bet the damn underdog. Take them on the money line. Give yourself a better opportunity to profit. And when you look at the games here that you've got going on tonight, uh, in fact, in 
uh, in the Bahamas, uh, the Bahamas Bowl, for instance, where Buffalo's getting ready to take on Charlotte, a game in which Charlotte will be attending their first bowl game. And this was a uh, this was, of course, another statistic that we gave you this week. Teams, programs entering their first bowl game, their first, woo, we're on a, we made a bowl. Doesn't go very well for them, guys. Teams that uh, have yet to win their first bowl game, but have been there, like Buffalo, who I thought was going to win last year, but they have not. Those teams, yep, they're pretty motivated. No matter what the bowl, those teams are pretty motivated to go. And that's what you've got here. You've got Charlotte making their first ever FBS postseason appearance, while Buffalo kind of been there kind of done that, but they have not been able to get the job done. Now, last year, they lost in the Dollar General Bowl to Troy, 42-32. to 32. Really thought they were going to go ahead and get off the schneid and get that first bowl game win. They did not. However, they have an opportunity to head to the Bahamas now, even though the weather is not going to be great. And they are saying that we're talking up to 40-mile-per-hour gusts at this game here. Uh, They're saying it could be one of the windiest games in college football history right now. So they are uh, the 29 mile per hour winds up to 40 mile per hour winds. The weather is not going to be good. There are, however, and I can't believe I got to say this, but it's true. There are no notable players that are sitting out in this game. So neither team has got these offensive linemen, defensive linemen, maybe not household names, guys that might impact the game who are like, I'm going to the draft. I'm done. Everybody's playing. However, Charlotte's top two defensive players, top two tacklers, they are both questionable right now because they are a little banged up there and they got banged up in their last game of the season. So who do we like? Well, given what we've told you about, of course, being Charlotte's first bowl game, that's a strike against them. The other problem here is strength versus strength, right? The strength of the Charlotte team, okay, is their pass rush. They're very good against uh, they're very good against passing teams. Uh, they can go and get after the quarterback. Uh, the bad news is Buffalo doesn't pass. Buffalo runs the ball, and they run it better than just about anybody in the country, guys. They are huge, uh, opportunistic running team. They can drop 250, 280 yards on the ground on you and no problem. As good as they are rushing the passer, Charlotte, they are abysmal against the run. So this is not a good matchup there. This is something that favors Buffalo big time in this game. You mix in the fact that there's going to be 40-mile-per-hour wins in this game. There is nobody throwing the ball in this game. Nobody. Uh, So that means it's going to be run versus run. They have one of the better offensive lines, that being the Buffalo Bulls in this game. Um, They also are darn good. They're top 30 against the run, the defensive front of the Buffalo Bills. Very good, very stout up against the run. So why I love this number under a touchdown, which is where it's been most of the day, six and a half I'm seeing. Um, I do love them under a touchdown. The weather is going to be a factor, but it's not going to prohibit Buffalo from doing what they probably would have done anyway. They are getting a bunch of the uh, they are getting a bunch of the the love here, certainly from the betting public. I think 82 percent of the bets have laid the six and a half points. 
The line opened up at four and a half. It's already been pushed up to six and a half. However, there are a significant portion of bettors. Only 18% of the bets are on Charlotte. But you know what? That represents 31% of the money. So that means the bigger bets are coming in on Charlotte, which is probably why this number hasn't ballooned to eight, you know, seven and a half, eight at this point. So keep in mind on that, but keep an eye on the weather. The weather is going to be the big part here. This is a two o'clock Eastern time start today, two o'clock in the afternoon. The Buffalo Bulls laying six and a half. Total has dropped from 57 and a half to now 51 in a lot of places. So I happen to be backing the Buffalo Bulls in this one. I think they will get the job done. I think they will do it rather easily. It's a little pricey on the money line. You're going to have to lay uh, two to one there. You're going to have to lay two bucks. But I do think that Buffalo wins this game. I do think they'll also win it rather easily. And I would, uh, I'm not sure about the total, guys, because the total to me has kind of been an overreaction to the weather, especially given the fact that Buffalo is not going to throw the ball anyway. They were always going to attack them in the trenches. They will win the trenches battle in this game, which is why I believe Buffalo will win this game. And in all likelihood, by double digits, as far as I am concerned. So Buffalo, to me, would be the play to go if this gets crazy and the line goes to seven and a half or eight or something along those lines. Take a look at what the numbers are. Take a look at what the weather is. Uh, I can tell you this, uh, Mac teams in this particular, uh, uh, well, Mac teams not named Buffalo uh, all year long have pretty much dominated on the ground uh, in games like this. So taking on a Charlotte team, first timers, it's their big advantage, guys. They are going to take advantage. Unfortunately, the weather hasn't really been great since these kids have been there, which means not a lot of fun in the sun, not a whole lot of, uh, let's say, opportunities to get distracted for Charlotte. But I would definitely anticipate that uh, Buffalo, a lot of those kids on the Buffalo team were there last year in that loss to Troy. They realized the program has never won a bowl game. They're going to bring it here today. So I do think Buffalo is the right side to be on. The other game, the late night game, we'll dive into this. The Frisco Bowl, Kent State taking on uh, Utah State. Uh, We told you, of course, the marijuana gate uh, there going on between the uh, quarterback of Utah State, uh, along with their running back and wide receiver. Uh, All is not an issue. They will play. They will start. Uh, That is not a problem. Uh, Gerald Bright is the uh, leading rusher for the team. He was part of that, uh, got cited for the marijuana uh, possession or use or whatever it was there. Uh, Jordan Love, the quarterback who is getting ready for the NFL draft. He's got an ax to grind here. Uh, Kent State, I will tell you, is a live dog. The Golden Flashes. Love them in this game. Absolutely love the game. By the way, it's their first bowl game since 2012, Penn State. I do like them here. I think that uh, anytime you have a quarterback named Crumb, you have an opportunity to win. We'll talk more about this coming up. We look to make it rain here on the grid. Good luck this weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. DailyRoto.com. 
Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. on the morning line go you got to win with defense you can have some scorers and we've seen this and i think that goes overshadowed with golden state so much had been made about uh so much had been made about oh yeah steph curry and duran these guys can score yeah they can score but golden state didn't win because they could score golden state's won because they just shut you down uh at the end of the day defensively they were ferocious watching this game last night and watching milwaukee same kind of intensity 
Unbelievable. And then you couple in the fact that this guy is now dropping 30-foot three-point shots and hitting nothing but the bottom of the net. If this is what the future looks like for the Greek freak, guys, uh, the NBA is in trouble. The NBA is absolutely in trouble. If he's going to be able to expand his range and consistently hit 36, 35, 36% uh, of these types of three-point shots that he was doing, because mostly what teams have done is they've realized, all right, he's got no range, he can't shoot. So if he can't shoot, what they do is they just give him all the room that they want. They back it up, they clog the lanes, they make it impossible for him to drive to the net. Well, now what are you going to do? Because you can't leave him out there. If he starts actually adding this into his game, guys, he's ver- he is unguardable then. Unguardable at any particular point in the game. Uh, this guy is, uh, embrace it, guys. Embrace it because the Milwaukee Bucks are coming. And yes, it was one game, but they've been doing this all damn season long. In fact, he even took the crown last night. That's right. One point in that game. Uh, he uh, he did himself a solid there and simply took the crown off LeBron's head and put it on his own uh, air crown, but he did it last night, and deservedly so. Guy's an absolute beast. This team is very good, and they didn't even have their number two option, Bledsoe, available to him last night because he is hurt. So uh, Milwaukee, great defensive team. They held L.A. to, what, 17 points in the first quarter? 17 points. The Lakers. Uh, And again, you got AD dropping 34. You got LeBron triple-double. Didn't make a difference. Uh, They forced 18 turnovers in that game against the Lakers. They forced 18. Uh, LA only shot 34% from deep. LeBron James was 8 of 19 from the floor. Anthony Davis was only 11 of 25. Now, why they did get their numbers, their points... It wasn't because they were efficient. It was because they were down so much. All they kept doing was shooting. Those two guys just kept shooting and trying to bring them back into the game. They've got no bench help, and that seems to be the biggest problem. If defense wins championships, and I think we all agree, you got to. You got to play defense. Yeah, the, uh, the Bucks are no joke. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 